the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everybody. We're on our last hour of Car, the Car Show, every Saturday here from 10 to noon. We're talking about car, car repair issues. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing. Brian and Thelma own Thompson's Auto Repair, and they're the kindest, the 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 just straight arrow kind of people you'd ever want to meet in your life. Since 1970, they've been providing expert auto and light truck repair. They have ASC certified technicians. They follow up with friendly reminders to let you know when your vehicle may be due. So it's never really been easier or more convenient to keep your vehicle in top-notch shape than if you use Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing. They're the only shop in Mesa that I put my name behind. They're located on Main Street just east of Stapley. Main Street, just east of Stapley, south side of the road, Thompson's Auto Repair. And if you have a good shop, then you should stay there. If you're not sure about your shop, then try Thompson's and then compare the two of them. That's the easy way to do it. Let's go to Alan. Alan, good morning to you. How are you doing? Yes, sir. How are you? Good. Oh, Alan. <laughs> yes. Hi. How are you? Hey, Alan, your I'm mother good. and I were just having an argument, okay? <laughs> what else is new? Alan. <laughs> 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 well, I can tell you up front, I'm on mom's side. Whatever it is, I'm on mom's side. There you go. Okay, okay fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. That's the way it's always been. He's your twin sister. No. Okay, He's Alan, my son. do you remember when you broke down on Granite Dells Road and you blew the left front suspension clean off the the uh, big uh, quad? Yes. The, okay. the big Polaris. The yeah. big Polaris yep. side by side. What's that called, a Razor? Uh, Ranger. Ranger, that Ranger. Okay, yeah, you Ranger called Pro. me and I came out. Okay, uh, you called me and I came out with the horse trailer. So yep. there was me and I think Phil was with us, and then there was you and a couple of other people that came out of the quad. And then, then as we tried to get, we, I think we got the front end okay in the quad, but we couldn't really get the back end, and we didn't find out till later why we couldn't. But there was people that stopped on the road. How many people, plus or minus, did, do you think there was <laughs> on the road? You called for that? <laughs> I didn't call him. He called in. <laughs> oh, okay. Plus call or minus, what? how many people? How many people were there helping us trying to load that stupid quad into the horse trailer? A lot, a lot. There was a lot of people. Okay. Alan, you said you were on my side. Was there forty people on Granite Dells Road? <laughs> I, I don't know about forty. There was. A, there yeah, was a there you go. <laughs> there was a significant amount. As a matter of fact, Maybe remember, like twenty. Remember, uh, uh, I don't know. I don't. I can tell you that it. We could remember we couldn't get it in the back, and we actually had to right. drive it back, hanging out of the back, and so the back tires were on. Uh, on the on the no, I, 
That's right. my story. I told him, and then we, we drove it, what, a couple of miles before the smoke started billowing out and you started yelling, and we found out that when you blew the left front suspension off, that moved the pedal and it applied the brakes, so we smoked the back brakes. Yes, that's But that's, we were stopping true. people, yeah, we were stopping people that were going in and out of Granite Dells asking them to help us. Forty of them? Yeah, that, that, that was my point. <laughs> well, wait. <laughs> I there told probably, them today on the probably, radio. There was probably 10 in our party, and there was probably uh, 10 or 15 or 20 that stopped and attempted to help us. Okay, I'm closer than we're, you are. We're getting close. Okay, right. whatever. Hey, listen, I want to thank you for calling, and it's nice that you listen to the radio show every once in a while. But this is your mother's last show, so uh, you should take advantage of that because this is the last show she'll be on. You I've don't been come trying on. to get off for, you know, days and weeks, but I finally got it today. I think I got off. Now. Yeah, it's, it's okay. a situation where you don't come on the radio show and take issue with the host stories. Well, that's not hard. <laughs> But but people do like my stories, don't they? Oh, there's no question about that. And people wonder where okay. I get and, it from. Yeah, <laughs> well, and then the slight embellishment just makes it a lot more fun. It polishes so, the, the picture, story off. That's see? There you go. <laughs> yeah, thank you, son. I'll give you a raise Monday morning. Thank you for that. All right, let's okay. go on and let's talk to Paul. Paul, good morning to you. How can we help you? Uh, good morning, Mark. It's great to listen to you guys. It sounds like I'm in my own house. Well, thank uh, Mark. you. Thank you. Uh, my um, wife has a grocery uh, car, a 1998 Chevy Cavalier with 40,000 miles, and I've owned it uh, since it had about 15,000 on it. And okay. um, in the last uh, 15 years or so, I've taken it to four different garages to try to stop a leak that is on the uh, front of the car uh, inside the right front wheel. And they all tell me they've got it fixed, and within uh, a week or two, it starts a little drip again, and I'm back to cleaning out my drip pan every month or so. Um, okay. I, it's gotten to the point where it's just really uh, irritating me now. I want to get it fixed, but I can't take it back to any of the places I've been because they couldn't fix it uh, fully to start with. So, all right. Well, I, I need some more information, and I need to ask you some questions. What color is the leak? Uh, it is um, a motor oil. It is uh, clear with a slight um, amber color to it. Okay, well, I don't buy motor oil. Um, you wouldn't be the first one that made that mistake. Okay. So what I need you to do is, is I need you to put your tip of your finger in a big spot of that and then walk over there and wash it off underneath the sink. And if it uh -huh. bubbles around and leaves a film on your finger and you see the water beading off of it, then you're right. But if it washes off your finger and that doesn't bead the water, then you're wrong. And it could yeah. easily be brake fluid. It could easily be um, water, a coolant, dirty coolant, or a clean coolant. It could be either one of those. So what have these, in, an, in a nutshell, what have these four people done? Uh, they have uh, uh, checked out the, um, uh, what would I, I say, the, no, I need to know. What, I need to know what repairs they've done. What What did they do to attempt to fix your leak? What's been done? Uh, they tried to um, uh, replace uh, gaskets and um, 
uh, a, um, a plate that uh, they said was, was dripping oil, and it was running down from that. And the others uh, were so far back, I don't remember exactly what they said they did. Okay. Well, you need to gather up that information because the question is, is this a thick grease out of the axle, because that's front-wheel drive? Is this motor oil, or is this transmission fluid? So that's what really needs to be addressed is, is we got to figure out what we're, what we're looking for. So sure it's entirely possible. Okay. I'm sure well, that it's oil. Okay, that, that's, that didn't work for you four times, though, is, did it? Right. It did not. Okay, did, it did. It did not. So you need to change. Um, it you it's it is not in your best interest to walk in and tell them what's leaking. Yeah. It's not, and and the shop should be dumb for letting that happen. Yeah. I I would suggest that good shops say, Paul, you bring it over here and you leave it here for twenty four hours. I'm going to park it right there in my shop, and I'm going to I'll know exactly where the oil leak is. I'll triangulate the oil leak. I'll know exactly where it's dripping from, and I'll know exactly what it is. All and right. you say, well, how much will that cost? And most shops are going to say nothing. But we need to see it. Now, people come in sometimes, and they'll bring us a piece of paper, and they'll say, okay, well, this piece of paper is in the center of the wheel, so the front edge is in the center wheel. This side of the paper is even with this part of the car, blah, blah, blah. That's a little bit more difficult, but that's better. But we need to see where the leak is at, and we need to see what it is. Now, what part of town do you live in right now? Uh, North Central, 32nd Street in East Cactus. Okay, well, you're still close to Kelly Clark there at 40th and Bell. Um, he's uh, he's yep. the guy I've got up there. Unless you go west and you go on the I-17, then Kurt's at Bell and uh, and the action at Deer Valley on the I-17. Those guys are good. But they're uh-huh. going to want to have the car for a while. And, uh, and then once you get it fixed and you know that it's fixed, it might not be too late, depending on how long it's been, for you to go back to one or two or three of the shops and, and say, in a nice way, is there any any kind of a, a refund associated with this? Because, you know, this happened, this happened, this happened, this happened, and you were one of the four, and then this actually fixed it, and so I am free of that. And this has been going on based on your repair order for, you know, 16 months. So I was just wondering if you wanted to reevaluate that and if there was any kind of a, a refund base, you know, w- that you would uh, offer me. That's a nice way to ask if you want to pay for your mistake. So you got to get it fixed first, but I, I do it that way. Well, that sounds great. Uh, yeah, I know the Kelly Clark uh, folks, so I can uh, take it there. They haven't seen it yet. Yeah, just take it overnight. Just make it easy on them and just say, you know, I want I want to leave it here. Now, if you want, I'll bring it Friday afternoon, and I don't know if they're open on Saturday or not. I was just looking that up. Okay. I, I'm not sure either. And you or on Saturday night, you drop it off Saturday afternoon. They are they, on Saturday. Okay, mm-hmm. so then you drop it off. What's their hours to set on Saturday? Uh, 8 to 4. So at 4 o'clock, you, you say, I'm going to arrange to bring it in at 3.30. You park it in one place, and on Monday morning, you check it for the leak. And that would be perfect. And here's the deal. You're not taking up a bay because they're not open anyway. Mm-hmm. So right. that would be an ideal situation. All righty. Okay, great. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Good luck to you, Paul. Ed, how are you today? What can we do for you? Uh, good morning. Good morning, sir. Can you hear me? Yes, sir, I can. Yes. Uh, Mark, I'm not uh, that uh, familiar with the cars. I took. I have a um, uh, 530i BMW 2006 with 150,000 miles on it. 
I took it to the shop to change the oil, and they are telling me that, that the valve cover is leaking oil, but but I never noticed any leak or any reduction in the you know oil. Uh, and they are telling me that I have to change the they have to change the casket or something like that. Yes. Is uh, is that any other things that I can do to make sure that is what it is? Well, what you should have done is you should have said, well, gosh, I haven't. Can you explain why I don't see anything on the floor? I mean, could we, can we, how about you and I walk outside, let's pop the hood of my BMW, you show me what you're seeing, and then I guess my question would be, um, you know, politely, could, why aren't I seeing that on the floor in my garage? Now, I want to tell you the answer to that. We got weeping, we got seeping, we got leaking, and we got a flood. Okay, the first two are not likely to hit the ground, weeping and seeping. So the oil comes through the gasket, it creates a small oil film, and there's a little dirt that attaches to it, and all of a sudden, my God in heaven, we have to do the gaskets. And I'll bet those gaskets were three to maybe five hundred dollars. Correct, close to six hundred dollars for the. Yeah. Okay. So here's my here's my shoot from the hip answer. Okay, if you don't see any oil on the ground and you're not adding oil between oil changes, then I think it's more likely. Here's my attorney in me. Okay. It's, it's more likely than not that you don't have a situation that needs to be addressed. Okay. So it, it's you know I, I said before, um, uh, Ed, our industry is in tatters right now. Technicians are leaving shop looking for greener grass. There, our business is slow to an unbelievable slow rate. Uh, cars are being made better. And, and a lot of the stuff that we used to do at 30,000, 60,000, and 90,000 all needs to be done at 100,000. So that means the customer doesn't need all this flushes, all these fluids, all the spark plugs, the timing belt. They don't need that till 100,000 miles. So all of a sudden we have this problem, and as a result of that, we have shops talking about an oil leak. Now, they could have just as easily said this, hey, Ed, we've got a little bit of weeping and seeping at the valve cover. It really doesn't need to be done now. Let me give you an estimate for it. It's not going to be a lickety-split kind of job. It's going to be a pretty in-depth job. But when you start seeing oil on the ground, I wanted to be the first one to tell you that I think it's, it's the valve covers. Now, another thing, Ed, is that when the valve covers leak, they can leak oil on the exhaust manifold. So if you ever see a little bit of blue smoke whisping through the cracks of the hood, then that gasket's got worse. So I wrote it up on your ticket. I put my bid on your ticket. Right now, we need to keep an eye on that. Thank you very much, Ed. It's not going to cause you a toe. That's exactly, those are the two different ones. So, mm -hmm. okay, we're going to take a break, but if the lines are wide open, I don't have any more family members calling in. Good. You, you, didn't, you didn't call your mother and have her call in, <laughs> did you? No. Because <laughs> your mother would say, my husband must have had hit his head before he allowed you to marry his daughter. That's right. That's what she would say. Mm -hmm. Your mother's a great mother. I, know. I, I mean, she I couldn't is. have asked for a better uh, uh, mother-in-law. Mother -in I got it. I, all right. <laughs> Come I'm just on. trying to help you. No, you're trying we to. You got to take a break. You're, so you're I'm trying just to trying correct to me. You you're, you're being my mother. I don't like that. Boy, <laughs> this is. Anyway, we'll be back right after this. 
takes two of us to deliver a very important message about this radio station, 960 The Patriot. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt. And this is Dennis Prager. You've heard me talk about the American Trinity, E Pluribus Unum, and God We Trust in Liberty, the three things that set the United States apart. It's a powerful idea, Dennis, and this radio station is a place where powerful ideas and principles thrive every day. We never forget that faith and freedom are part of what make our country exceptional. There are some people in high places who apologize for America. That's something this radio station will never do. When you listen to 960 The Patriot, we promise not to insult your intelligence and to speak the truth. And we'll prefer clarity over agreement. Right. This is what our radio station is all about. And as long as you're there to listen to us, we'll be here for you. Please tell your friends about it. And absolutely tell our sponsors that you appreciate their support for this radio station. Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. Take a look under your bed. Find stuff under there? What about jobs? No? Now try your basement. There's a pair of overalls that overall you're not so into anymore. A perfectly good laptop that hasn't sat in your lap in months. And even more stuff, but still no jobs? Well, you really have both. See, stuff is defined as household articles considered as a group. Sometimes this stuff is no longer needed. Wait, no longer needed? That can't be right. Because remember those jobs you were looking for? Those are really needed, and they're the stuff inside your stuff even inside that winter coat that moved with you to Phoenix. Our job is to unlock those jobs, and it starts when you donate your stuff to your local Goodwill. Here's how we do it. When you donate to Goodwill, we sell your stuff to provide job training for people right here in your community. So just by teaming up with Goodwill, you help create jobs. And isn't that worth parting with the leftover guitar from your 80s cover band? Goodwill. Donate stuff, create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at Goodwill.org. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I want to be a glass countertop in a new home. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's best birthday present. When I grow up, I want to be a football stadium. When I grow up, I want to be a warm place on a cold day. When I grow up, I want to be a fancy backsplash. I, I want to be a bike that races around the when country. When I grow up, I want to be a bench on a forest when I trail. Grow up, I want to be a rocking chair on when a sunny I up, porch. I want to be a skyscraper. I want to be a... 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 When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. A public service advertisement brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. This is Louisa. Recently, she got help going online. Okay, so hit that green button. This is her first video chat. Oh, Louisa? Oh, oh my gosh. There she is. And the first time she's seen her niece in five years. It's so good to see you. See what the Internet can help you do at everyoneon.org or call 1-855-387-9166 to find a free training class near you. Oh, I've missed you. Brought to you by Connect to Compete and the Ad Council. Raised up from under my hood and he shook his head and said, This ain't good. Welcome back, everybody. 23 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. The lines are wide open 602 960. You're welcome to call us. Nobody's in front of you 602 960. I'm going to talk about SNS Tire, and I'll tell you why SNS Tire is really important to me. They opened up in 1976, and the father had 
50 or 60 years of experience in the tire and repair business. Now the two boys have the business, and I know he couldn't be prouder, and I want to tell you, I'm pretty doggone proud myself. So they have three locations, S&S Tire does. They're in Peoria, Surprise, and Goodyear. They have a complete line of tires, and this is how extensive their tires are. In your size, they might be able to give you a good, better, best price out the door. That helps you determine, well, maybe you're only going to keep the car another year, so maybe you don't need the, the, the better and best. Maybe you just want the good. So that's the kind of store they have. They have tires for your anything you've got, whether it's your farm equipment, golf equipment, lawn and garden equipment, ATVs, trailers, commercial tires, construction tires, as well as a hundred million, and I'm exaggerating, passenger car tires. Embellishing again. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> so anyway, S&S Tire, Peoria, surprising Goodyear. It's easy. Stop by. They're going to look at your tire size. They're going to make sure it's the appropriate one for your car. You say, can I get an out-the-door price? Tell them what you want. Good, better, better, best, or just best, and see what they say. Takes you 15, 20 minutes. All righty, let's go to Steve. Steve, good morning to you. How can I help you? Good morning. Um, I have two questions. One, in the morning when you start your car, is there any advantage to like letting it just warm up before you drive it? That is a great question because he's talking specifically to me. Okay. And the answer is no. <laughs> I am usually so doggone busy and so pressed for time that I'll start my diesel up and I'll set the controls and I'll put it in reverse and drive away. Now, I must tell you that I'm not going to throttle it up hard. I'm not going to, I don't have to get on the freeway entrance ramp and put it to the floor. I'm going to drive it, you know, as if my wife was sitting next to me with a hot cup of coffee and she her hand shook a little bit. I'm going to try to keep the coffee out of her lap, but I'm not going to abuse it, and I'm going to warm it up a little faster than if you're just going to sit there and idle. And I'll tell you, there's some negative with respect to sitting there and idle because the, the motor's going to warm up faster under load, and as a result of that, your heater's going to work faster under load, and the motor's going to like it a lot better under load. But to go out and start your car and go back in and finish your coffee, kiss your wife goodbye, uh, you know, eat a, a tablespoon of oatmeal out of your son's uh, uh, bucket or what like a bowl then then that's craziness <laughs> oh, but but there's there that's that's the way now i i want to draw the line here at about 2000 2000 and newer i think you're far better off to start it up buckle your seat belt tune your radio in that's going to buy you 10 15 seconds the oil pressure is already there put it in reverse and drive it as if you had a, a cup of coffee between your legs from mcdonald's and then, you know, after you've gone a half a mile to a mile, then just drive normally. Does that answer your question? Yes, yes. Thank you. Okay, then okay. Um, if I have a battery that's been sitting in there and it's kind of dead and I go to take it out and charge it up and put it back, uh, you had given some safety advice of which, like, don't don't put the negative on first or something like that. Okay, okay. Um, negative off first and on last. Think, and think of it this way, F negative, first F comes before L and last. That's how I think of it. Okay. Actually, my I don't. My wife thinks of it that way. So it's negative, <laughs> I've never thought of it. <laughs> negative first and negative last. And he here's why. 
so many times if you if you do the positive first or the positive last your wrench will slip off the positive cable not off of it but it'll slip while it's on it and the wrench will hit a ground and I mean to tell you the sparks and the heat will make you run like a little girl right and if and and it'll burn your hand and it'll smoke your fusible links and it'll it might melt your cable so there's so much negative so negative first off and, and negative last on. That way, if your wrench hits a ground, no harm, no foul. Thank you very much. You're welcome, Steve. 602-508-0960, Tom, good morning to you. How can I help you? Morning. Morning, Mark. Mark, the question I had was on low battery voltage. So I've got an older battery. I'm nursing along. Sometimes I'll check it, and it's down 12.3 or less. Is that going to cause early demise of the alternator? No. No. Um, once you drop, you know, down pretty close to 10 volts, um, more, and what kind of car are we talking about first? That's an that's a, old Honda Accord. Okay. Is it a 2000. 90 or a 2000? Okay. No, 2000. The, the answer is no. Um, here's here's what causes the alternator to give up the ghost, and that is is you you're driving the car, and let's pretend that the battery cable comes loose, or pretend that the one of the battery cables completely loses its connection. At that point, the regulator says to the alternator, "Oh my gosh, the voltage just dropped to zero. And the alternator says, "What do you want me to do?" And the regulator says, "Wind up and give me all you got." Well, the alternator is only capable of doing that for just a little while before it heats up and starts throwing solder and popping all the diodes, and then it has an early death. That's when the alternator goes bad, is when we lose one of the cable connections and the car is still running. So other than that, I think when the car goes click, 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 and the solenoid is doing that, I think it's time for a battery. Okay. Uh, the, uh, in conjunction with that, the motorhome syndrome, I call it, you know, that sits and sits, you know, you might have to jump it to start it. Basically, you're right. running on the alternator, and you know, unless you drive a long distance on that. That's not killing the alternator? No, because once you put the, get the, oh, i got to take a break. Stay right there. When we come back, I'm going to finish, and I have a comment about the other questions as well. We'll be back right after this. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. 
If you're over 50 and concerned about any of the following, stay tuned for an exclusive free bottle offer. Are you concerned about your heart health? Are you interested in healthy brain function? What about joint comfort and energy? Well, if you answered yes to any of these questions, we want to send you a free bottle of Krill Omega 50 Plus now with CoQ10. Krill Omega 50 Plus with CoQ10 combines krill oil with fish oil in one tiny pill. And this little pill delivers big health benefits to your your heart, your joints, your arteries, and brain. And with CoQ10, you'll enjoy extra energy, too. Best of all, you can get a free bottle of Krill Omega 50 Plus with CoQ10 today. Just pay for shipping. Call right now and request your free bottle. Dial 1-800-679-5745. That's 1-800-679-5745. 1-800-679-5745. Again, call now. 1-800-679-5745. A promise was made. A promise that hit the beaches of Normandy. A covenant that split the skies over Berlin. A vow that captured Iwo Jima. A promise was made. A solemn oath that liberated Seoul. A sacred trust that defended Kaesan. A pact that dug in in Da Nang. A contract that weathered Tet. A promise was made, a pledge that stormed the desert in Iraq, a bond that patrolled door-to-door in Fallujah, an IOU that braved IEDs in Kandahar. A promise was made to America's veterans, a promise we all must keep. DAV fights for all veterans and their families so they get the health care, financial benefits, and support they earned. If you're a veteran who needs help or you'd like to help us keep the promise, visit DAV.org. How do we get a diagnosis? What are the stages of the disease? When someone in your life has Alzheimer's, not a day goes by that you don't have questions. Do we need full-time care? Are there any new treatments? So many questions. Where do you start? How will I pay for this? Where can I get extra help? Alzheimer's.gov, a reliable resource for information about Alzheimer's and related dementias. What happens next? Where can I find answers? The answers start here. Patriot app tip number one. Not only is the Patriot app great for streaming our live programs, you can access all Patriot podcasts. Click on the upper left-hand corner and select podcasts to find all our great weekday and weekend programs. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Become a fan of 960 The Patriot on Facebook or follow us on Twitter today. Just go to 960thepatriot.com for more information. Welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. All right, 11 o'clock, 11 o'clock, 11 o'clock. All righty. We were talking to Tom, and Tom said that he had uh, an older battery in a car, and uh, every once in a while it got down to like 12.3 or so. And uh, and he was concerned about that, and he was concerned that if the battery dropped off a lot, would the alternator burn itself out if it tried to charge the battery? So there's two questions there. First of all, Tom, if you're still listening, we need to make sure that the battery's dropping voltage and there isn't something wrong in the car that's causing the drop of the voltage. So what we do is we disconnect the negative cable and we take a battery, you know, a voltage reading, and let's say it's 12.8. And then we let the car sit for as many days as we can, maybe over a weekend. And we check it in the morning and in the night of two or three days. We need it to be at 12.8, 12.8, 12.8, 12.8. 
All right. Then we hook the negative cable back up, and we do the same kind of test. And if it goes 12.8, 12.6, 12.5, 12.4, 12.3, then something in the car is causing that battery to drop voltage. You see, when we isolate the battery all by itself, we expect it to be stationary. When we put the car battery in the car and all of a sudden we see a decline in the voltage, then we know for sure the car is causing that. So is it the diodes in the alternator? Is the trunk light stuck on? You know, there's so many things that could be wrong. You ask about the RV, and you said when you jumpstart the RV, what's the difference there with respect to jumpstarting his Honda? Isn't the alternator going to work too hard and destroy itself trying to charge the battery? The answer is no, double no. The issue is, is when you start the battery, when you start the RV up, the battery is going to jump to about 15 volts, and and depending on the alternator, 60 amps, 90 amps, or 125 amps. So I want you to picture a fire hose, a big old giant fire hose, and a 55-gallon drum. It doesn't take long for that fire hose to bring that drum up to snuff, to fill that drum. Your alternator not that fast i'm just trying to draw a picture that your alternator is going to be like that so once the alternator starts charging the batteries the voltage is going to come up and the amperage is going to drive the voltage up but the alternator is going to continue to charge the battery once the voltage stabilizes between oh 13 and 14 5 maybe 13 and 15 volts then the alternator throttles back and just kind of keeps the voltage where it's at if you turn around and then turn on a whole bunch of lights in the motorhome and the and the motor's running the alternator's working it'll see that and it'll just add a little bit of electricity to compensate for the electricity you're using so that's kind of how it works and that's the story i'm sticking to all righty under the hood we want to talk about kurtz auto kurtz auto is a good guy you hear me talk about Kurtz Auto at Bell in the I-17 in the northeast corner because Kurt and Jeff and Eric are really good people. Uh, Kurt owns the place, uh, Jeff runs the front counter, and uh, Eric runs the shop, or he's the lead technician, or he's one of the technicians at Kurt's shop. But Jeff and Eric are both ASC Master Certified Technicians, and I'm kind of impressed with that. So you got a shop foreman, or you got a service writer, or you've got the service manager that's an ASC master. There's no likelihood that some young buck with three whiskers is going to lie to the service manager when he has that kind of credentials about the car. So there's kind of a checks and balance system that he has that few others might have. Kurtz is an independent, family-owned, operated facility. They work on foreign, domestic, and diesel vehicles. He's going to be 30 years in business next month. And Kurt's going to be on the show with us April 1st on Saturday at 10 to 12 for a live remote and an open house at Kurt's shop, which is at I-17 and Bell, northeast corner. So on April 1st, if you want to come see the show live, we're going to be live at Kurt's Automotive, and that's I-17 and Bell, northeast corner. And we're going to have a good time. And it's an open house, and I suspect he's going to have food and drinks. Or he could have donuts. Yeah. Or he could maybe. be go to Dunkin' Donuts. Or so he's going to have yeah, something. His staff's going to be there, and and they're going to meet you and talk to you. They're not normally open on Saturdays, so they're opening just Saturdays, and you can come down and meet Jack the Ripper and Snow White, and that'll yeah. be good. Well, speaking <laughs> of Jack the Ripper and Snow White, um, Gil, I know we're up against the time frame here, but I now if. And we're going to have a little poll here. Okay. If you like my stories, then mm-hmm. you go to mark at SalemBoysAuto.com, mark at SalemBoysAuto.com, and say, I like Mark's stories. Or if you don't, say, I don't like Mark's stories. Okay. 
if are if, you going to change? Just a minute. <laughs> just a minute. You, you, now, if you think I should give Renee the boot <laughs> on the radio oh, show, then the then <laughs> then vote give Renee the boot at mark at salemboysauto.com. Mark, you can't vote. She's already got her phone in her hand. She's already ready to vote. No, I'm not. What are you doing with your phone in your hand? Um check it out antique stores aren't you <laughs> yeah that's yep, right that's exactly right so if you want to say you like my stories or you don't or if you want to say renee gets the boot mark at salemboysauto.com mm-hmm. and we'll let the chips fall where they may perfect sister perfect all right they say they want me and not you <laughs> <laughs> you know what me I'm and a- andy How about you know that? what i'm okay with that <laughs> yeah that's yeah. right and if you guys can answer the car questions you've been around me long enough then that's fine i can go ride horses or go on the tractor all Saturday and I don't have to do this like I've been doing for 88 years (laughs) supporting your spending habits at Nordstrom's. Oh my goodness. Nanner, nanner, nanner. Nanner, nanner. right, 1140. The lines are wide open. 602-508-0960. We'll be back right after this. I, Donald John Trump, do solemnly swear. A new era has started in America and with it a new attitude, outlook, and feeling of purpose. It's going to be only America Can President Trump deliver on his promises from the campaign? And will the Democrats come around and get on board or just be a roadblock? One thing's for sure, it will be interesting. And you can follow it all right here. Intelligent Talk 960. The Patriot. The Beatles! In My Life is the award-winning smash hit retelling of the Beatles story through the eyes of me, Brian Epstein. More than a tribute concert, In My Life features the live music of one of the best tribute bands in the world, Abbey Road. In My Life on March 12th. Tickets at HerbergerTheater.org or call 602-252-8497. That's March 12th, HerbergerTheater.org or call 602-252-8497. You need a plan as you get closer to retirement, a plan that will take you from where you are now to the retirement you've always dreamed about. The first step on that path is to tune in to Retire Financially Fit with Phyllis every Saturday morning at 8. Your host is Phyllis Sachs-Pilvinas. She's the founder of PSP and Associates. You only retire once, but Phyllis helps people retire every day. Don't miss Retire Financially Fit with Phyllis every Saturday morning at 8 on 960 The Patriot. On the next episode of Recipes for Disaster. So we've got our neighbor Paul coming over tonight for a barbecue, which is why I prepared a delicious lemon rosemary steak marinade for my special collection of old family recipes. To make sure the steaks are extra, extra, extra tender, I left them marinating out on the counter overnight, just like Nana used to. Maria may mean well, but without food safety, it never ends well. Always thaw or marinate foods in the refrigerator at 40 degrees Fahrenheit or below. Or you could make your friends and family really sick. Maria's neighbor Paul didn't think twice about the steak he ate until he was presenting his company's financial forecast to the board. That's when a sudden bout of food poisoning made it explicitly clear that profits weren't the only thing on the rise. Watch Recipes for Disaster at foodsafety.gov. You'll learn the right steps as Maria does everything wrong. Brought to you by the USDA, HHS, and the Ad Council. 
This is Greg Thornbury of the King's College in New York City for townhall.com. When President Trump addressed a joint session of Congress this week, pundits, both on the left and right, agreed. This was a very fine moment for the new commander-in-chief. The speech was filled with highlights for President Trump, but the best ones came when he said things any proud American should love. The response of Democrats? Revealingly, they sat silent, hands folded, like an old Saharan sphinx. One laugh-out-loud funny moment came when the president announced a new partnership with Prime Minister Justin Trudeau of Canada to help jumpstart the businesses of female entrepreneurs. When the camera panned to Elizabeth Warren, she looked confused and muttered, What? She looked like she wanted to applaud opportunities in new capital markets for women, but just couldn't bring herself to do it. That awkward response shows the dilemma of the Democratic Party. Just saying no to Trump is not enough. I'm Greg Thornbury. Hi, I'm LeVar Burton, and I'm proud to be a book person. How do I choose a book? Sometimes it's the cover, sometimes it's the title. I guess I'm pretty visual. If a book's really impressing me and the writing is really good, I will peek and see what the last paragraph is because the endings of books should rock you. I am a book person, and if you're a book person too, read to a child and spark a lifetime of ambition. Join me at bookpeopleunite.org because reading is fundamental. A public service announcement brought to you by Reading is Fundamental, Library of Congress, and the Ad Council. Welcome back, everybody. My name is Mark Salem, and you're stuck with me for another 20 minutes, whether you like it or not. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by IMM Auto Service. They've been fixing cars right and caring for their customers since 1972. Why would you choose IMM Auto Service? Well, first of all, they can work on just about every car in your garage, whether you have a Chevrolet, a Ford, a Toyota, a Honda, uh, a Chrysler, any of those, but they specialize in Swedish, Italian, and Asian vehicles. So if you've got a Ford and a Volvo, or a Ford and a Saab, or maybe you've got a Chevrolet and a Fiat, or maybe you've got a, a Chrysler and an Alfa Romeo, they can handle both of those. But they are especially good on the Volvo, Saab, Fiat, and Alfa Romeo. So they're in the northeast corner of Tempe. They serve South Scottsdale and West Mesa and all of Tempe and all of Phoenix because they are a one-of-a-kind shop. That's called IMM Auto Service. Let's go to the phones. Donald, you're up first, buddy. How can I help you? Well, I'm glad you're there. Anyway, Mark, I love your show. Let's do it a lot. Thank you. Um, I've got a final attack. I need a final attack. I got a 2004 Chevy Astro, and I had some oil leaks and whatnot, so I replaced the oil uh, cooler lines and everything. And Of course, I take the filter and the oil cooler off of the block, so to say. Well, then I put it all back together, and uh, you know, everything's fine. Let's check it for leaks, you know. So we filled it up with fluid because I had drained the uh, the oil. So I put all the oil, I put the old, old oil back in just to uh, you know get some pressure and whatnot. And uh, uh, I started up. Uh, gauge looks fine, and I figured, well, I'll just go ahead and go around the front, pull the dipstick out, no oil on the dipstick. I'm going, hmm, strange. So I turned it back off. Uh, went. Put the check the dipstick again, and no oil is getting returned to the oil pan. Oil pan. Any ideas of a plan of attack? <laughs> well, no. That, that that you can't have oil pressure and have what you think you have. Okay. Because the 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 sump for the oil pump sits in the very bottom of the pan. So how can you have oil pressure and have you know thinking that you don't have any oil or any oil circulation? So one does one and one doesn't equal two. Um, okay. You just add a quart until you see it on the stick, and then just get it to the full mark, and you're done. But oil pressure says that the oil pump's working. 
and it i mean you're you're thinking that maybe that uh, oil filter housing or that uh that assembly that you took off the front of the block where the oil cooler is attached you're thinking there's some problem there well uh-huh. that's not where that's not where we're picking up oil um, okay. we're picking up oil somewhere else so if you don't you don't have any oil pressure gauge issues you don't have any red lights on the dash then you just keep adding oil until you get to the dipstick and there's a quart between the add and a full mark and i'd put it on the full mark and i'd move on from there all right i'll check it out i hey i appreciate the right. help guy you betcha you betcha hey david good morning to you how can i help you yeah hi mark uh, just had a question i wanted to get your opinion over again Hey, David, you're, you're breaking up. Hold on just a minute. You're breaking up real bad, so if you're on Bluetooth, then we need to come off that, if you could, please. Yeah. Can you hear me now? Uh, that's a lot better. Go ahead. Well, I just wanted to get your opinion. Um, hey, um, hey, Gil, why don't we take him and put him on hold real quick and um, work through that, that audio problem and connect me to Walt. David, just stay right there. But you and Gil are going to kind of work on that. You Maybe you're far out of town or something like that. Let's go to Walt while we work on David's connection. Walt, good morning to you. Good morning, Mark. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a new listener to your show, and I uh, I enjoy listening to all of the tips and everything. My question is, I'm in Sun City uh, in the West Valley, and I'm looking for a place for that you would recommend for a wheel alignment for my Toyota Tacoma. Oh, I would go to S and S, Peoria Sunrise and and Goodyear. Yeah, Peoria. Uh, I think the Surprise S and S tire because they do alignments. They sell lots of tires, so um, they certainly are good with balance problems, alignment problems. And let me ask you a question: Why do you need an alignment? Uh, I'm starting to drift to the left a little bit. I do need new tires, so I'm in the process of correcting both of those issues. Okay, I like what you say, but I just want you to make a constructive suggestion. Sure. Here's the deal. We don't do alignments unless we have, we have to do some work first. So we're going to take the front tires and cross them over. And what happens if it drifts to the right instead of the left? Then one of the wheels isn't balanced. One of the, no, one of the tires is causing the pull. So when okay. they were the original way, the left front was pulling to the left. And when we crossed okay. the fronts, now we pull to the right. So that's not uncommon. So that's number one is we need to do that. Now, I tell you what, a lot of times we'll cross the fronts and the car will go straight down the road and we just give it back and we just say, there you go. <laughs> and we don't do an alignment. Now, another thing is, is, is people bring new tires, they put new tires on the car, and then they bring it to me for an alignment, and I would have given anything if I could have seen the wear on the old tires. And you're going to offer them that, because let's pretend that in your particular car, let me see how I'm going to do this. The outside edge is wearing a lot. That's a camber problem. So the outside edge is wearing a lot, which is going to make that car pull left. So if I cross the fronts and it still pulls left and I look at that tire and it's got the outside edge where one and one equals an alignment. Okay. So just tell them, I want you to look at my tire wear and I think I need an alignment and tell me what your procedure is. And I'm quite sure they're going to say we're going to cross those fronts first. 
but that's going to help you because so many times guys come in and they tell us to align it and then we align it. Then they come back and say, well, you didn't fix my problem. And my response is, is you didn't tell me about a problem. And they said, well, it's got to drift to the left. And I said, gosh, I wish you'd have told me that at the beginning. I go out and cross the tires. Everything's fine. I give them the keys and say, here you go. I fixed it. But I'm not going to give you a refund on the alignment because you told me to align the car. You diagnosed your own problem and you were wrong. You can't expect me to pay for your bad diagnosis, but I did fix it for you and I cross-rotated your tires. Okay. So that's that's kind of how it works. Does that make sense? It certainly does. Terrific. I appreciate okay. the information. Thank you. Good luck to you, Walt. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh-huh. Uh, we got David back. Oh, wait. David. Yeah. Okay, David, go ahead. I'm, I'm trying my best, buddy. Okay. Uh, I was here on the traffic uh, on the morning radio shows a lot of rollovers, and a lot of them are the higher-profile vehicles. I'm looking at getting a full-size SUV like a Toyota Sequoia, but I noticed the new uh, Tahoe and Suburban seem to have a little bit lower profile on the latest generation. I'm just wondering if maybe that's making a little safer for that particular issue. Yeah, so what I hear you say is is you're concerned about perhaps getting a vehicle that's a little top-heavy or has the propensity to roll over or roll on its side more than all the rest of the vehicles. Well, is there any rating system that rates things like that that you can kind of use as a guide? No, because because when a vehicle rolls over on its side, it has variables there. There's speed. There's weight di- di- uh, bit my tongue. There's weight <laughs> distribution. There's winds, which is called the environmental concerns. So when you have all of those, then the answer is is I don't know if you guys know. You probably did, but there was a big propane tanker that turned over in Payson the other day. Yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I mean to tell you, this was a big tanker. He was going way too fast. He tried to make a corner. He rolled over on his right side. So, but I also I also want to tell you this, David. I have never seen, and, 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 I, and I do accident uh, cases, I'm not the reconstruction guy, I'm the mechanical guy, but I've never seen a concern that had to do with a high-profile vehicle and a rollover that couldn't be explained by weight distribution, speed, or wind. So okay. uh, I think that all of, the, all of those can be done. If this is a situation, and we've had motorhomes with a, t- a height of 14 feet, yeah. And I never was concerned with that vehicle rolling over, providing that my wife would not consume alcohol before she drived. Do we show she drove? <laughs> okay. So. All right. Well, yeah, so do, I, 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 okay. Well, listen. Thank you. That was a good question. But I just, uh, I'm just old enough to know that that's really not a, a an issue in, in my world. But last but not least, speed, weight distribution. Um, and environmental concerns is going to cause that 99 times out of 100. Okay, do you have anything uh, you want to say before we wrap oh, this up? Oh, well, you were going to talk about that 60 oh, International that that guy called you on. God I don't know if you him. have time to finish it up, but um, no. Lonnie I know calls, you talked for a long time. Lonnie, yeah, an hour and 12 minutes. Lonnie calls. He took his 60 International truck, and Lonnie's the kind of guy that's kind of telling everybody how to fix it. So he ends up with an overhaul. And he's not happy because when he gets back, it's a $5,200 deal. He doesn't pay with a credit card. Mm-hmm. This is the first time he's ever used this shop. Ooh. So he pays, and he walks across the street and gives him a cashier's check. Mm-hmm. He picks up the car, and the clatter 
and some of the oil leak, I think it was an oil leak, still there. Oh, boy. So then he takes it to shop number two, and shop number two says there is no indication that the timing cover out the front of this motor has been off because the bolts are all greasy and everything sh- doesn't show. Then they take the heads off of it, and there's ridge rings on the top, which should have been removed during a an, 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 a, uh, an overhaul. And there are significant factors that clearly, clearly show. That's my son. Doesn't he do that? <laughs> That clearly show correct that, is what he that, does. that this wasn't overhauled. Okay. It looks and smell like Lonnie took a a screwing. Okay. Yeah. So now he's got two shops involved. So so now he wants to know what to do and he wants to charge him with fraud. So he has two choices. He can go to law enforcement, but law enforcement's gonna say, Where's your evidence? Yeah. And he says he's gonna he's gonna testify and I said, But you're not an expert. Well, and somebody else has already been in there and touched it. So they Everybody can't really, has. Yeah, to, so. I mean, to, so Lonnie can't testify on his behalf. Mm-hmm. He's not an expert. Um, I have to, re- and, and, and so he has to hire someone like me. Now, I'm not the cheapest guy in town, but I'm not the $400 an hour guy in town either. Right. So, so Lonnie has to hire an expert, and then he has to hire an attorney, and then he has to sue the guy, or he can go to the attorney general's office with what he has, and hope they file fraud charges against them, but keep in mind that this has already been touched by other people, right. and it may or may not be assembled right now, which means it has to be reassembled again. Then if the AG's office or anybody else looks at this, then there's always questions on the rebuild. Well, and the shop may say, we didn't do that, we didn't do that, it didn't need it. Yeah. Then there's an issue with rings. Well, the pistons haven't been out, so all this hypothesis about what the rings look like is just that, a wild guess, because you can't see the rings unless you pull the pistons out. So everybody's looking at the rings and saying, well, this and this and this, but in fact, no one's pulled the pistons out. So So, the lesson is, don't go someplace you've never been before to have an engine rebuilt, obviously. uh, This is so ugly. Yeah, that's And I did some review checking. And it ain't pretty. Not good. And I want to tell you, I, I have some past history, and I, I would have never recommended this shop. Mm-hmm. I would have never allowed them to be on my best car repair shops list. I wouldn't even have done any examination. I would have not even run them through the vetting process. It would have been an immediate no thank you. Hmm. So I'm well aware of the shops that misbehave and take advantage of people. But from Lonnie's eyes Mm -hmm. and from talking to shop owner number two, it is more likely than not that he got taken to the cleaners. And what they did was, and keep in mind, they never did fix the clattering. Right. And that's, I mean, that's a key. Did you tell him shop two could possibly help? Uh, testify against shop one or they, no? They could, but the question is, is the judge is going to say, explain to me why you're an expert mm-hmm. and have you been certified in any courtroom in the state of Arizona yeah. and has anybody designated you as an expert because I had to go through that as well. Mm-hmm. So it's, I don't know if the words vor dire, I think that's the word where they test you, the judge tests you. What kind of credentials do you have? How many years have you been doing this? How many motors have you overhauled? How many times have, have you written, been deposed? 
exposed? How many times have you been a witness in a trial? On and on and on. And then they give you the sign of the cross and they say, you are an expert. You can do it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. It, that's the whole situation. Okay. All righty. My email address is mark at salemboysauto.com. You can send an email to me and I personally will answer your email. I would like it very much if you would include a phone number because inevitably I have questions. In addition to that, I'm going to call you from a blocked phone line for obvious purposes. So if you get a no data or if you get a blocked number or no caller ID, it's probably going to be me. You can answer and say, is this Mark? And if I don't say, yes, this is Mark, then you can hang up on me or hang up on that person. It's not too late. Mark at SalemBoysAuto.com. Drive safely, wear your seatbelt. God bless you and see you next Saturday. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.